0: welcome back everybody to this week in japan the show that brings you the most trending news stories and cultural insights from japan i'm your host julian domanski and joining me as always is my co-host and founder of japan insider yasuharu matsuno hey guys welcome back so Julian, mm. it snowed yesterday in Tokyo. It did. For like a few hours, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you saw that too, right? I did, yeah. I was kind of just working at my desk and then mm. yeah, I just looked outside and it, it, it wasn't the, the snow that surprised me, but it was the size of the snow. Oh yeah. It looked like potato it's chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the first time Uh, it snowed in Tokyo
1: yesterday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I'd say yesterday was the first time it snowed really, you know, properly. Yeah, I
0: feel like we don't get enough in Tokyo, right? It's mm. the, the climate's too warm here.
1: <laughs> right. And especially, you know, staying indoors while it's
0: snowing outside mm. kind of, you know, makes me feel good. Do you have a kotatsu? No. Yeah. No, I mean, me neither. I feel like, <laughs> well, I'm too Western to have one, but right. yeah, I feel like, yeah, if you had a kotatsu mm. and it was snowing outside, mm. it would be like perfect, right? Oh yeah. Nice glass of green tea. Mm. <laughs> <It's> very classic. <laughs>
1: So, yeah, we have an interesting video. I mean, all our videos are interesting, but especially the one this week. Mm. Do you want to talk a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. So uh, this week, uh, or last week, technically, we, we met and filmed uh, a real-life ninja, mm. a lovely young chap called Sasuke. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I think he's like 23 or something. He's still quite young, yeah. What? Yeah, Is yeah, he yeah. that young? Well, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just kind of going off the way he looks. I feel like I saw somewhere how old he was. Oh, he, okay, he's yeah, like because quite it's quite a fresh face, you know. I thought
1: he does, <laughs> but at the same time, he's a ninja, so he was wearing a mask. I mean, his whole face was covered except
0: for his eyes. But yeah, but like right. when we when we first met him, right? He mm. met us just before we started filming, and he he just had he didn't have his his like hood on. He's a ninja hood, right? And I I, th- I felt like he looked like kind of like a high school kid. Oh, I was kind of surprised. Uh, I yeah. mean, let me check online.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I came to the website for the uh, Shuriken National Shuriken Competition.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah right. Okay. Yeah,
1: which he won, and oh my god, he's he was eighteen oh, when wow, he won okay. the competition. I think this was last year. Jesus. So oh, so he's just
0: around twenty now. Then or well, if he was eighteen last year, mm. he could still be 19. Could I feel like he's in his twenties? I don't know. He's young either way. <laughs> oh wow! Compared to us too, right? <laughs> amazing, amazing. Yeah, he um, could
1: still be a teenager. Yeah, but in any case, uh, he said that he's been training mm. as a ninja since he was three years old. Mm. So he's got a lot of experience, and probably due to that, mm. he his way of thinking was really, you know, like an adult, mm. like very mature. Mm. But anyway, uh, for those of you who don't know, Mm. which I assume, like, yeah, most people, (laughs) but um, he is a ninja that taught uh, Keanu Reeves Mm. some ninjutsu Mm. for the movie John Wick. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he's a, even though he's still very young, Mm. a very serious, real ninja. Yeah, definitely. And Mm. I think,
0: uh, I think soon he'll be. You're like the number one ninja in Japan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think he'll be even more famous. Yeah, he's a rising star. So, uh, he is. Yeah, so go and check that out on YouTube. It should be live by the time you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's youtube.com slash Pro. Mm-hmm. So today is January 29th, and our main news story of the week is Japan aims to vaccinate around 75% of the country by October. As Japan rushes to approve the Pfizer vaccine from the United States, health officials have assured the press that free vaccination tickets will be sent out to citizens from early March, starting with the elderly. Around 10,000 healthcare workers are also expected to receive an early vaccine shot at the end of February. Although this news comes as a relief to some, vaccinations are not as widely accepted in Japan compared to countries like the US. However, according to a study by Lancet, less than 30% of Japanese citizens find vaccinations to be safe and effective, compared to 50% of Americans. While emergency approvals based on data from other countries can be issued by the government, like during the N1H1 virus, the timing for such actions can be tricky. Despite pressure from the Minister of Health Norihisa Tamura to speed up the testing process for a mid-February start, approving a vaccine too quickly could raise doubts in an already suspicious majority. For those who are willing to take it, Japan has already secured a deal to procure enough doses of the Pfizer vaccine for around 60 million people by June of this year. Okay, yeah, so, so just before we get into the obviously the other details of this story, I think it's probably best we first clarify this uh, the results mm-hmm. of this uh, survey, right? Right, because it sounds a bit like you know thirty percent, or only thirty percent of people in Japan agree with vaccines, or mm-hmm. maybe like seventy percent of people think they're bad or something like that. Mm-hmm. But the, it's the, like I think the way kind of it's worded and you know the the data behind it's a little bit misleading. So mm-hmm. before yeah. everybody listening to us thinks that. Japanese people are like anti-vaxxers. <laughs> maybe you can just kind of explain the the details a little bit more. Right.
1: I, You know, this result was a bit unexpected. Mm. Yeah, I mean, 30% seems like too low. Mm. I think more people are actually willing to take vaccines for the corona. Mm. But yeah, maybe relatively speaking, maybe compared to the US, because um, there has been some uh, major lawsuits against the Japanese government mm. over uh, some vaccines in the past Mm. and maybe one of the most famous cases um, is that um like some group of people were infected by hepatitis b okay as a result of the vaccines they got like mandatory vaccines they got when they were kids oh okay Mm. but it wasn't because of the the medicine or the you know the vaccines themselves Mm. but uh it was because the government was using the same needles
0: Oh, gross! Yeah, yeah,
1: but that was like you know our grandparents' age. Oh, you know, okay. When things were not as sophisticated. Oh wow, I didn't I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's it's very unfortunate, mm. but I think yeah, somewhere in people's mindset that sure. you know we can't really trust the, the vaccine. You know, we need to be wary wary yeah. of it.
0: Mm. I also heard, and this is kind of speculation because it's coming from sources that you know you can't get inside the head of every single person in the country. But Japanese people love made-in-Japan things, right? So I've heard that like they have a little more skepticism about uh, medicines that are not manufactured in Japan. Possibly. Yeah, yeah.
1: You, you made a good point, actually. Yeah, for example, you know, wagyu beef, mm. right? Uh, we always prefer, or, you know, m- most people mm. prefer beef made in Japan. Mm. But usually that's more expensive than sure. imported beef. Mm. So yeah, I mean, especially where it comes to food and stuff, because um, you know, we always think about safety first, mm. and I don't know if it's true or not. Mm. You know, I think it really depends, mm. but yeah, generally, um, we think that uh, food, you know, whether it's beef or uh, veggie mm. rice, you know, that's made in Japan are safer. Mm. Mm. So yeah, I, I think the same a way of thinking could be applied to uh, vaccines. Yeah.
0: I don't, yeah. I mean, I do agree. I mean, let's be honest. Wagyu is amazing. It is the best beef. Mm. Just hands down. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think, yeah, like in terms of like safety, Japanese companies always have such high records, right? Mm. You could like, something like like Japanese aviation Mm. or like, you know, trains and that kind of things, Where like Mm. people's lives are like very really like put in risk every time they get into Uh, a a craft or something like that you know Mm. but you know they have very low accident rates you know for things like that Mm. and I guess for things like vaccines and medicines you know maybe just people trust that the you know most people don't like the bureaucracy of Japan Mm. but sometimes it does pay off right you know when Mm. you have so many hankos to stamp (laughs) you know it just makes things safer Mm. you know so that could be something behind it right Mm. I also saw the news
1: story last night Mm. And have you heard of a British pharma company called AstraZeneca?
0: Yeah, only very recently because they're producing this, uh, <laughs>
1: this oh, vaccine. Oh, yeah, right? yeah. It's one of the largest companies in, mm. in Britain. But anyway, uh, I heard that uh, they will be producing as many as 90 million vaccines in Japan. Mm. I think they have some, some partnerships and, uh, you know, they have their branch in Japan. Yeah, yeah. And also, AstraZeneca will be shipping 30 million vaccines to Japan mm. by the end of March. Yeah. Yeah. So, total of 120 million vaccines. Yeah. Yeah. And I think this is a good thing because, you know, even though Pfizer is one of the largest companies in the world, you know, our nation can't be dependent on just one private company,
0: mm. right? Yeah, it's good, always good to have options, obviously, right? Yeah. Um, and this Pfizer vaccine requires two shots, which is why it's 120 million doses and the government's saying 60 million people, obviously, right. mm. uh, by June, roughly.
1: Yeah, but um, on the politics side, mm. the approval rating of the Suga administration mm. has been dropping yeah. as the, you know, number of corona cases rises. Mm. I mean... You know, it's not, I wouldn't say, like, it's all because of the, in politicians, sure. right? But at the same time, uh, there has been some cases reported that, um, you know, some major powerful politicians, including Suga, mm. were having, like, business meetings over dinner mm. or, you know, some people just take it as, like, drinking parties. Yeah, yeah.
0: And a couple of lawmakers got busted for going to a... Hostess bar, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There,
1: there are several of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not just hostess, hostess bar, but
0: yeah.
1: uh, some went to like Mahjong, mm. uh, some went to karaoke, mm. and yeah, many of them were busted. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I found one interesting story online. Mm. Yeah, so in the recent National Diet Assembly, mm-hmm. I think it was held two days ago or something, and one politician read a letter mm. uh, that's written by a primary school student. Okay. Poor Suga. Prime Minister Suga. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and it reads, I'm in the final year of my primary school, and all the school events were canceled due to the corona. We're not allowed to talk during our lunch in school and keep facing forward while silently eating. We're doing our best to prevent the spread of the virus in our graduation year, but why are you adults enjoying you know having dinner with groups of people oh (laughs) i think adults also should follow the rules oh burn painful man that's savage yeah and when suga heard this Mm. he he actually said i'm extremely sorry for our actions
0: oh it's too late man we will do our best to get back your normal lives oh man but suga i had hopes how long has he been in the hot seat now about three months? Several one? months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a shame. I had, I had hopes for him. Mm. Old pancake Gigi. <laughs> but,
1: you know, as I said, it's not like the the rise in the number of corona cases. Mm. We can't just blame politicians, right? Of because course, it's, yeah. It's mainly about ourselves, you mm. know, our own actions, you mm. know, not, not going outside,
0: not going out for drinking parties and stuff. Of course, yeah. But, I mean, when you read a a letter by a a young child who shows more self-restraint than the people Mm. that are in charge of the country. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That's the problem, right? Oh, yeah. 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 It it makes me think too. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, because, I mean, adults are always so quick to tell kids what they can't do. So he's just saying, like, well, be fair, you know. Mm. I have to stay at home from school, Mm. miss my graduation, Mm. you know, not see my friends and all this stuff, but Mm. you're out, you know. Hostess bar play majong mm. <laughs> the kind of okay, stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, I applaud you, young sir, what a very very mature mindset mm-hmm. so uh yeah, this story obviously it's kind of the the almost the conclusion to a very very long never ending no- new story of just covid over the last year and you know continuing into this year, so yeah, let's hope the doses come in soon mm. I'm definitely going to be taking my vaccine as soon as I'm allowed to Mm. take it, whenever my ticket comes through the post. so will I. And uh, yeah, uh, let's hope that, you know, enough of us take it, that we'll be able able to get back to our normal lives soon enough.
1: Okay, so let's move on to the featured story of the week. While the coronavirus has disrupted life for all of us and is still causing much hardship, it turns out that it has been a boon for Japanese rice farmers. On January 15th, the Japanese Cabinet Office released the results of a recent survey of dietary habits conducted in November, which yielded some surprising results. About 18% of around 2,000 respondents answered that under the new normal, their rice consumption at home increased, whereas only 4% said it has decreased, which has been the norm for decades. One Japanese Twitter user talked about her stay-at-home diet. She has chicken breast, salad, and rice for lunch, and rice, natto, and miso soup at night. This diet is helping her to keep from overeating during the pandemic. The results varied by age. 27% of those in their 30s said that they are now eating more rice. 20% of the respondents in their 40s and 50s also said they have been consuming more rice. 86% Eighty-six percent said that the main reason for this shift back towards the traditional dietary staple of rice was that they had more opportunities to cook at home. So I guess this
0: is one of the, the positive, somewhat uplifting news stories. Mm, yeah, I guess kind of. Yeah, looking at the survey and what this lady was saying on Twitter makes a lot of sense because when you're stuck at home, you don't want to be eating like junk food all the time because mm. you kind of you can't get out and exercise too much. So you need to be a little bit careful, mm. you know. What What about yourself? Uh, well, I'm I'm never healthy anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying. I'm trying to be. Um, but rice, for me, I don't know. It's weird to say because when I moved to Japan, mm. my rice input went up by like four hundred percent. You know, like <laughs> and Not I to, yeah, I often say to my wife, like, some days I'm just like I just don't want to eat rice today. I like I've eaten rice two times a day for mm. probably the last three years, mm. and Sometimes I'm just sick of it. I love rice. But sometimes I just just don't want to eat rice. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, not all the time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, But I think maybe my issue is that I eat, the portion is too big. Mm. So like now when I go to like restaurants and stuff, I always ask for the smallest portion of rice. I think that's the trick. I do that
1: too, actually. Yeah, don't fill up on the rice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I was, you know, much younger, Mm. I used to eat more rice. Mm. But yeah, these days, I definitely eat it almost...
0: Every day, literally. Yeah.
1: But yeah, not as much.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely every day. But I think it's deceptive how much rice you can actually eat. Not how much you need to eat, but how much you physically can eat. Mm.
1: Especially me. I usually eat natto and mm. rice together in the in the morning mm. as breakfast. I mean, you don't eat natto, do you? No, no, no. Stay away from that. The, the spawn <laughs> of the devil. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't blame you. I mean- The natto is the the food culture from the eastern side of Japan. Mm. Did you know that? I don't know it's from the eastern side, no. Yeah, so uh, people from Tokyo are more used to natto. Oh, okay. But, uh, for example, people from Osaka Mm. in the west of Japan. Yeah, I mean, some people can never
0: eat natto. Uh, That's why, because I'm from the west of the west of Japan. I'm far west. Yeah, Yeah, far west. (laughs) And the more west you go, the more you hate it. (laughs) Uh,
1: But, yeah, I I know where you're coming from. Mm. Because if you know, assuming, hypothetically, mm. if I had never eaten natto by the age of like 20 or, you sure, know, and first time seeing it and smelling it, and mm. yeah, maybe I, I don't
0: even want to try. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, overall, um, it makes sense that, yeah, rice is kind of increasing. I, I also think it's just because like when you can't go out and get like a quick snack, rice is one of those things that's really easy to make at home because everybody in Japan owns a rice cooker, right? Mm, exactly. And it always makes sense to put like, I mean, it depends on the size, but like my one at home, it can do three cups of rice. So I always make like three cups of rice mm. and put the rest in the fridge, mm. and then it's just you just microwave it. Mm. So it's so easy to like reheat it and you know use it again. Yeah,
1: and also it's really easy to preserve. Mm, yeah, especially in the you know current situation where we are you know supposed to stay at home as much as possible. Yeah, yeah. You know, you can you can buy like a, a few kilos of rice and just.
0: You know, it doesn't take up much space. That's it. You buy the the sack, right? So, I mean, most people generally, guess, buy like the five kilo bag, Mm. kind of medium size, right? Yeah. And yeah, I mean, every bag of that usually lasts me like two or three months. Mm -hmm. Depends, you know? And
1: even if you don't eat it right away, Mm. it can
0: last for, you know, easily several
1: months to even a year.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you don't cook them. Exactly, yeah. So just having a big bag of rice in your cupboard and then, you know, you just put some other ingredients with it. So it's just a very like go-to ingredient, right? Exactly.
1: So I think that's one huge advantage which rice has uh, over something like bread, mm. because bread, you know, takes up a lot of space,
0: right?
1: Mm. Not like comparing the taste mm. or your a you know, preference, but no, you know, it's just, just a physical just the volume, like, is, yeah, yeah, volume. Yeah. Well, most of bread is just air, right? mm. so it's not mm. very dense. So right. it, yeah, not like space. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and it's definitely not as healthy for you as all. Well. You know, too much yeast and stuff like too much, like too many carbs and things. Probably, um, but yeah, I think the other reason that it's becoming more popular again is because it's cheaper, right? So if you hmm, think about true. the 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 reason why um, rice consumption dropped over the last like hundred years or something, is because people the economy improved, especially after World War Two, right? The economy improved, and people started to import more things like meats and more, you know, like luxurious, I guess you could call them ingredients. So people were supplementing the rice with other ingredients, but it used to be very popular because people didn't have as much money, right? So nowadays people are trying to save money again. So it's kind of, they're reverting back to that kind of cost efficient ingredient where Mm. rice is just, it's quite cheap and it just, you get a lot of mileage out of rice, Mm. you know? So instead of maybe if you're concerned about like paying the rent, you know, you maybe won't go for that. That deluxe tray of Wagyu slices, (laughs) you might be just like, okay, I'll just have a little bit of chicken and then, you know, a big bowl of rice Mm, or something. Possibly. Yeah, so uh, one of our
1: writers for our website, Japan Insider, Mm. he wrote a very elaborate article on why the consumption of rice has been like decreasing in in Japan Mm. for the last like several decades. Yeah, and uh, we've covered some of the points already, mm. but uh, yeah, his article is very uh, comprehensive. Mm. And even as a Japanese, there were a few facts that I wasn't quite aware of. Mm. So yeah, if any of our listeners are interested, uh, go visit japaninsider.com and yeah, read his article.
0: Yeah, so uh, definitely interesting stats to see. Uh, maybe some of you guys at home can let us know if uh, your rice consumption has increased since the start of the coronavirus pandemic. Mm. Okay, so that wraps it up for all the news stories this episode. Now let's jump into our final segment of the show, Word of the Week.
1: So today I'm going to introduce you to a very new word, which I encountered while I was reading the news article. Oh, okay. And so the word of the week is Asara. Asara? Mm. Sounds super random. Right? What the hell is that? But I asa. give you a hint. I give you a hint. It's related to one of the topics that we've discussed today. I think today. I just
0: figured it out as you were saying that. And I'm coming from the angle of asamak.
1: Ah.
0: Am I close? Ah. Yes, yes,
1: yes. <laughs> it's it's quite close. Okay, so I think mm. I know what you're
0: talking about. Mm. I've never seen this before, but just it just reminded me of Asamaku, which is, asa is morning, and getting a morning McDonald's, basically. Mm, asamaku. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Japanese words. Oh,
1: <laughs> I'm even surprised that you, you know that word. Of you course, know. it's yeah.
0: essential. Oh, wow. I yeah. put that in my, my essential vocabulary list. Mm. <laughs> if you're going to study Japanese, you need asamaku. Mm. <laughs> so, um, I'm guessing ra is ramen. Morning ramen. You got the perfect answer. Yes! <laughs> yes. That's a <laughs> <So> Finally. <laughs> Okay, so give me some context. Where did you see this, uh, this word? Yeah, so it kind of like made
1: sense to me immediately mm. because, you know, uh, Japan declared a state of emergency, mm. at least in the major cities. Sure. And um, and so most of the restaurants mm. can't operate after 8 p.m. Sure. But, you know, Japanese business people uh, like to eat ramen after, you know, drinking parties, right? Yeah, usually. Yeah. Mm. Or you know, of course, uh, they eat ramen for lunch. Yeah, yeah. You know, so either for lunch or you know, after drinking. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the the typical um, diet of an average salary man, <laughs> a wild salary man <laughs> in Tokyo, <laughs> right? But since the ramen restaurants mm. can't really operate at night, sure, basically, okay.
0: oh, well, well. people are going to ramen shops in the morning. Oh, okay. instead. Oh, so I. Th- I thought you were going to say like not it's not the people going but it's the restaurants opening earlier to encourage people. Or is uh, it kind of maybe both? that too. Uh.
1: But there's certainly a demand from people. Oh and, wow. And if it's in the morning there is no restrictions. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. you know related to the the declaration of
0: emergency. I love ramen, but that's the last thing I want to eat in the morning. <laughs> like <laughs> True. salty like brothy. I don't know. Like, yeah, I
1: mean, I I've done it before, mm.
0: but yeah, doesn't I, feel good though, right? Yeah, <laughs> I don't make it a habit.
1: <laughs> but like, yeah, I'm surprised that you got the the answer right. You know, very
0: happens very rarely, but sometimes mm. I do get these words. I mean,
1: yeah, definitely. as I as I mentioned, like you even knew <laughs> asamaku, you know, which is a new word created by
0: McDonald's in Japan. Oh, McDonald's made it up. Yeah, I thought it was just like. Uh, because like you know, people say like oh, "makuiku," like should we go to McDonald's? Mm. Like "maku," like mm. like I mean, every country has the same thing. In England, we say makis or "mackie d's." Mm. Should we go to "mackie d's"? So like "maku," obviously Japanese people would just abbreviate it, right? Yeah. And "asa," uh, like "asa gohan," like breakfast, right? Isn't that like one uh, "asa," like like a morning shower? What's it called? "asa."
1: Asa shan.
0: Asa, like asa a, shan shampoo, yeah, right? Yeah, asa yeah. morning yeah. shampoo. Or
1: asa asa buro.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, so there's GD. loads of like Asa-something uh, words. Yeah. So I thought just somebody made it up. But I mean, why not? McDonald's is their, it's their product. <laughs> yeah, Asamaku,
1: in my understanding, is the, the word officially created by McDonald's mm. in Japan. to basically
0: promote sales in the morning. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's a very strategic move. Uh, fair enough, yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, personally, that's my favourite time to go to McDonald's, get the breakfast wrap. You know, I don't really usually like the, uh, the lunch menu in McDonald's. It's okay. Oh, really? But i much prefer the breakfast. Oh, that's yeah. so weird. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you can complain, like, you know, yeah. you can complain about people going for, you know, ramen in the
0: morning. Yeah, but if you need to understand my British culture, you know, yeah. we, you know the English breakfast yeah. is like bacon, sausage, egg,
1: toast, oh, yeah. beans.
0: So basically they just put most of that into like a, like a fajita wrap. Mm. It's like a handheld English breakfast almost. Mm. So they have the same kind of thing in, in Japan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, I would choose ramen <laughs> over this uh, English style breakfast. Okay, well, uh, agree to disagree on that. <laughs> <thing. laughs> okay, well, that's all for this week in Japan. Uh, whichever platform you're listening to us on, make sure that you're subscribed for a brand new episode every single week. Thanks for listening, everyone. We are releasing new videos on our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash japanpro. So find us there. So stay healthy, stay safe, everybody. And uh, if you're feeling a little peckish in the morning and providing it's safe and government sanctioned, go ahead and get yourself an Asara and let us know how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll be back next week for the very next episode of This Week in Japan.